KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. A single sequence can define the essence of a movie or hint at what the movie might have been. In The Zookeeper's Wife, it's the Luftwaffe's bombing of the Warsaw Zoo in September 1939 when Hitler's forces have just invaded Poland. The spectacle is one of utter madness. Some animals perish in their cages, others flee in terror onto the streets. A loudspeaker blares, wild animals are loose. Wild, yes, though no more so than the Nazi beasts to come. The moment is memorable, but the film is not, in spite of the richness of its theme. A zookeeper and his wife protecting their remaining animals while saving the lives of hundreds of Warsaw's Jews. In a production based on a nonfiction book by Diane Ackerman, a brilliantly specific story has been reduced to conventional drama and synthetic heroics. The title role is played by Jessica Chastain. She's Antonina Zabinski, the woman whose memoirs, notes, and diaries provided the basis of the book. Chastain always brings a special grace and fierce intelligence to her performances. It's lovely to watch Antonina on a bright summer morning before the invasion, bicycling through the zoo to greet the creatures she loves. Like everyone in the cast, though, she's burdened by an intrusive accent and clumsy dialogue, a deadly combination that deprives all concerned of a native language. The director was Nikki Caro. She came to prominence with Whale Rider, another film about love of the natural world. No way to know what she might have done with a better script, but this adaptation by Angela Workman isn't up to the challenge of the source material. One choice it makes is flat-out foolish, turning Hitler's chief zoologist into a gun-toting suitor for Antonina's affections. Another choice is cliched, a Jewish girl traumatized by life in the ghetto who can express herself only through drawings on a wall of the Zabinsky's villa within the zoo's confines. That's where Antonina and her husband, Jan, give shelter to a revolving population of ghetto SKPs. The film takes on much more than it can handle with any focus, clarity, or narrative logic. The fate of the animals, the fate of the Jews in hiding, the Warsaw Uprising as the Nazis' hold on the city weakens. Yet the most basic flaw may lie in the initial decision to film the book. It's a wonderful book, the densely detailed work of a writer and naturalist who finds the general in the particular, how animals and humans illuminate each other's realms of existence, how the heroic devotion of Antonina and Jan to the lives around them grew out of their grounding in the life sciences. Not all wonderful books, though, are meant to be mainstream films. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with a review of one of the most entertaining films I've seen in years.